Do I want you to start? Yeah. Or do you want me um, to stop? Probably more <laughs> Sure. <laughs> All right. Welcome, everybody, to Playing Devil's Avocado, episode 37, Jesus Christ on a Bike. Gosh. <sighs> I am Claire Isaac. My co-host is Lisa Sinclair. Hello. She's there in the call centre. <laughs> and this week, Lisa... Yes. If you can uh, tear yourself away from answering the consumers' questions. Yes. Uh, this joke is just going to keep on going. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a shame, sort of visual medium. I mean, it could be a visual mm. medium, but you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what seems to be the problem? Um, mm. This week we're going to talk about Mad Men. I've got a right one here, I tell you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we're going to talk about Mad Men and not the TV show. We're going to talk about some, we're going to do some Men. news, some views. Yes. Yeah. Christmas That's a different to the other one. Yes. Yeah. It's only because your voice is not. I've got quite a big snack attack. Snack attack. Snack attack. A new segment, which is probably the most boring segment you could ever have. But I bet people love it. So let's go. All right, well, I'm going to start with a big question, Lisa. Go on, then. A big question. Big question. I'd like to throw one out there to start with. Yes. Do you like Mad Men? Mad Men, the Mm. TV show that I couldn't get into. No. Do you know what they are? Midlife. What are they? Midlife, attractive and dependable men like Paul Rudd. Oh, yes. Well, then, yes, I do. (laughs) There is a trend for... Um, men over fifty, they're having their moment in the sun. Moment in the in the sun in their safe sun hats and long shorts, probably, um, because apparently it's very attractive these days to be a middle aged man. How yes. How do we feel about that? Um, well, I suppose as someone who's married to one, I feel quite good about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. So Paul Rudd, of course, won people's. People Magazine's sexiest man of the year. Yeah. He's 52. And then yes. apparently it's like a real thing. Like we all, what we want, midlife women, we yes. gravitate to things, all things dependable, life-enhancing, trouble-free, and now that applies to our men as well. So we want a sunny disposition, domestic competence, an excellent sense of humour, lashings of can-do spirit with nice eyes and hands thrown in. And the more, M-O-R, what's that mean? more the better the more more mm. i don't know what the more more is so let me look it up for a, you a, some kind of it's uh, an acronym acronym from from the story that we didn't expect and that apparently if we're looking at pictures of pete davidson etc it just makes us anxious which it sort of does doesn't it because you kind of look at these young men and you think how would i entertain him i just yes i, I mean we get along it, it's a bit exa- it's a bit exhausting isn't it middle yeah. of the road oh middle of the road of course Duh. <laughs> Um, and so, yeah. of course, Paul Rudd is twinkly and safe. He's like the kind of man that your ma- that your mum would go, "Oh, he's lovely." Like he's that she'd like him more than she likes you. Mm. Um, comfortable in the kitchen, you know, blah blah blah. I've always loved me a bit of Paul Rudd, though. To be fair, yeah, I've never loved Paul. Even Rudd. since Clueless. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, I just, I mean, I get the whole appeal of a man in sort of a midlife man, and especially at a time where the world think, is a bit topsy-turvy. Yes. 
there's something kind of yeah. comforting about it because it probably takes you back to your dad in some way, which is, I don't know if you want to go There's there. something good about Dependable. Dependable is good. Yes, Dependable is good. Yeah, um, I'm, I am. I certainly wouldn't want a bad boy at this stage in my life. No. No, it'd be a pain in the arse, wouldn't the it? Ass. Imagine, it'd be exhausting. Oh, so exhausting. So, yes, we do like Mad Men. And I like yeah. Mad Men the show. So, you know, it's win-win. I can get into it. No, I tried. Funny, isn't it? Maybe so I should anyway, try again. Maybe, maybe. But there's so much else to watch, Claire. That's, That's right. a segue. It's a segue into Culture Club. Mm. Culture Club. Um, Claire, I've been watching the Beatles <laughs> um, movie documentary called Get Back, right. which is a three-parter. It's on Disney+, and it's 60 hours of lost Beatles footage curated by Peter Jackson yes. of Hobbit fame. Yes. Um, I and didn't know it was out, ep- and I'm excited to hear that it is. Well, hold your... How much of a Beatles fan are you? Um... I think I'm very, I would be interested in hearing all the stories. I don't what know I would say is, is my favourite thing. Well, you see, what it is, it's just it's just them filming, recording one particular album. So it's not like lots of footage and lots of, you know, interspliced documentary stuff. Right. It's just hours and hours of them sitting around this sound studio in Twickenham trying to write songs and sort of moaning a bit at each other and having really boring conversations like and then life. having these flashes of brilliance where they write get back you know right, right. um look it's um if you're into the beatles you're gonna love it um if you're not into the beatles but somebody else is in your household you could sit there probably with your phone and double screen <laughs> and then just tune in for the bit the good bits right um it's quite hard going it really is quite hard going okay it's a hard but day's night to watch it. It's a hard day's night, exactly, watching it. <laughs> However, I would say that um, Paul McCartney is peak Paul McCartney. Right. He's got a beard and he is super hot. Um, um, and the way they've restored the footage is amazing. It's it, it's as clear as day. It's like they're sitting in the sitting room. So there's something about it that is really fascinating and compelling. And Peter Jackson um, set out to dispel some myths about, for example, that Yoko split up the Beatles. Right. Um, and things like that. So, look, it's it's pretty amazing. Whether it's for everyone, I'm not sure. Okay. I think they need to do an edit. Oh, I think he needs to take long. this and then edit it down to two hours. Right. Yeah. Gosh, I think I, I don't know if anyone's got. I don't know if anyone's got time for nine hours of no Beatles footage. No. Have they? I don't know. No. I wonder if Paul McCartney's watched it and gone. Oh, he has watched great. it. Did he like it? No, him and him and Ringo both watched it. Well, they didn't have any notes. <laughs> so, um, but and also because I think he looks so fantastic, he'd just be like, "Oh yeah, get that out there." Yeah, yeah, he'd be very happy to have that out there as a reminder. And also, just he is such a genius. Yeah. Watching him in action is so mind blowing. Were you a person or a Lennon person? Look, I was probably always a Lennon person, but I've become more of a McCartney. Mm. Um, and seeing him in this as well, particularly Yodger, he is an absolute genius. He's mm. a musical genius. Mm. Seeing how he works, how he layers up store, songs and lyrics, and um, you know, John's pretty talented, but he seems quite whacked um, right. on something. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm definitely a Paul person in this movie. Mm, okay, well, I might watch yeah. it. I might watch it and never get nine hours of my time back. 
It's worth a probably a little look. Hmm, a little I'd say, I don't even say have a look. Have a look, Claire. Have a look. look. All right. You know yeah. what else, who else is a genius? Mm-hmm. The, the Rock. <laughs> oh, is he really? Is he really? <laughs> well, on Saturday night, we watched Red Notice on Netflix, mm-hmm. which is the Ryan Reynolds, The Rock movie, thinking it would be rubbish. Not having any high hopes for it at all, but just wanting some... I was a bit hungover because I'd been out the night before and I was just tired and grumpy. And, mm-hmm. and oh my God, it was a rollicking good fun was ride. It? Yes. It's just great fun. So basically it's the story of... Ryan Reynolds is the world's second best art thief. And he yes. has stolen... He, he They're trying to get hold of Cleopatra's three eggs that she was given... Um, like they're like sort of Fabergé kind of egg thingies, but um, mm. and they've got they know where two of them are, but they can't find the third one. So he got, he's trying to steal the second one. There's a, there's um uh, what's her name um, Gal Gal Gadot is in it mm. as, as another Wonder Woman, thief, yeah, and she's absolutely beautiful, of course. And then The Rock plays this FBI agent who's on their case, and um, trouble ensues. And mm. it's just, um, it's just funny and stupid, but kind of carries you along with it. And if you just need a real fun, you know, Saturday night movie, I highly recommend. Okay, and is Ryan good? Yeah, he's but he always just plays the same character. Hmm. He's very yeah. Deadpool, you know, like he's always yeah. talking about himself and kind of he sort of takes it out of the. the yeah, the he's a funny and, man, but he is very funny and. Um, like Lee, my husband was going, oh, I don't know if I can stand Ryan Reynolds in another movie where he's doing that. But then by the end, he was he was right into it as well. We were Team Reynolds, mm. Team Reynolds by the end. <laughs> and you read Miriam Margulies' memoir. I did. I've start well. I've, I'm sort of I've got it and I've read it, and but I'm sort of dipping in and out of it. It's one of those ones that you can definitely pick up, read a bit at the end, read a bit. You don't have to read it in chronological order. Um, mm. I was expecting, because um, she's just been everywhere so much that I, it was starting to annoy me a bit. Yeah. So I was prepared to be annoyed, um, but it's absolute gold. Aww. It's fantastic. She is just such a character, she isn't she? Isn't she? She's a real legend, isn't she? She really is. And, her, and she's just, I just love her. She just doesn't give a shit, does she? <laughs> um, <laughs> she, could probably, she could probably get a bit much I think if you overdosed on her um but the book is really touching and poignant about you know growing up I mean she's 80 over 80 now so you know she grew up in quite sort of um a long time ago basically Mm. so it was quite interesting reading about her upbringing and um and she's just so outrageous she does sort of revel in the outrage a bit um it's lovely but then there's a lot of it if you were 80 you'd be doing that like i'd love to think that by the time i'm 80 i'm still going to say fuck and be an awful person half the time and you know but also that you'd have the these stories to tell that would outrage that people would be outraged by yeah you know people would go what what do you mean? Um, and she she has, she, but it's just not. It's not all about the outrage. There's lots of other stuff, thought provoking stuff in there as well, and touching stuff and funny stuff. Um, she's a bit of a misfit, isn't she? And I like that in her. I like that she, you know, she's a misfit and she owned it, and she goes into all these sort of establishments and just causes havoc. I love mm, it, mm. and I love that she just takes no prisoners either. She's just like he was an asshole. You yeah. know, they were vile. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to have been the lawyers on that book. Um, <laughs> Imagine like what they had to start with and what they ended yeah. up 
getting. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh. fun. I recommend it. Oh, good. Oh, well, that's lovely. I love her. Maybe that's a good Christmas present. It is a good Christmas present maybe for someone. Should, maybe we should um, think about that when mm. we're doing our Christmas countdown. Is that what we're doing now? Yeah, I'm going to go there now. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry. I thought we'd go there now because it, it's a yeah. good Christmas present. It's a segue. So, it's okay. a segue. So, um, I, you know how last week we were talking about Black Friday and whether or not we're going to mm. go shopping? I did a lot of Christmas shopping on Black Friday and I got some Ooh. bargains. Right. So, I actually thought it made complete sense to shop on Black Friday for gifts, some of which have already arrived, which I, wow. know, goes against all of that sort of Australia Post never get you anything by Christmas scenario. But I got mm-hmm. like um, Peter Alexander stuff for my niece and nephew, and I got spoiler alert. Well, they don't listen. Oh, okay. <laughs> Too much swearing. Mm. Um, uh, anyway, but then I saw. So then I was all for it, all gung ho, thinking, "Oh, actually, Black Friday makes perfect sense when it is, even if it's not done for the reason of Christmas shopping. It's done as the Sunday after, or the Friday after Thanksgiving, or whatever." But then I saw this um, post by this woman. Do you follow the broke generation on Instagram? I do now since mm. you sent me that post because mm. I thought she seems very good. So she's this sort of 20-something or maybe she's 30-something girl. She's a finfluencer, they call them, finfluencers. Oh, I like it. She's a financial influencer. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> and, and she always has some really good advice. And she said about Black Friday... Um, as a lot of major sales come to an end today, you may find yourself feeling more compelled to add hit, to hit add to cart. But before you do that, read this. The reason you're feeling that way is because of our natural scarcity bias and something called loss aversion. So loss aversion is a trait of human behaviour that means that we're disproportionately affected by losses than gains. And our scarcity bias means that we're immediately more attracted to something if we believe it to be in short supply. So countdowns and words like last chance... Like send us into a panic, trigger um, something, trigger something that we're going to miss out on an opportunity to get this discount mm. on item, and so that she's saying, don't buy something just because time's running out. It's an ingrained loss aversion and fear fear of scarcity. There's a very very high chance it'll go on sale again in a few weeks. Isn't mm. that great wisdom? Probably quite, probably quite a powerful tool to know about that because it's that's what happens like on those hotel booking sites, isn't it? It mm. always says one left at this price. Yeah. But it, and you know they really get you in, don't they? I know. And I mean, the things mm. I bought, the things I bought were a lot cheaper than they were. I mean, I went into the shop to Peter Alexander actually and looked at these slippers, for example. And then I thought, well, I'll just wait and see if I can get them online. And they're exactly the same price online. Like they'd gone down exactly the same amount online. So there was no. It wasn't like they were lying about the mm. discount. But you know, there could have been all sorts of things that were lying. Mm. Um, and I think it's very important that you don't just go crazy. I do agree with that. And of course, I am the worst person to give financial advice about online shopping because I online shop like a demon. You do, you but do. I really liked it. I will post her post in the. Yeah, I thought it was PDAs. very smart. I mean, she's obviously smart aimed words. at a younger audience, but she has some really still... good tips about just kind of keeping your head when it comes to financial stuff. And it's quite good mm. to remind yourself every now and then. It is very good. Let's do some news with views. News with views. News with views. So, Lisa, you're heading back to the UK. Allegedly. Yeah. But now there's an almighty problem 
It's called Omicron. 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 <laughs> uh, I am just completely delusional, head in the sands, ignoring it. Yeah, I think that's wise. Yeah. <laughs> Do we need to even talk about it? <laughs> well, I just, I just, I think I just can't, to be honest. And not just in terms of my trip to London, but, um, you know, I'm going to the office for the first time tomorrow. I haven't, I started this job in July. I haven't met anyone IRL. Um, mm. So I'm all sort of gearing myself up for that to get dressed and put shoes on and, you know, sit at a desk uh, in an office. And then this hits and it's just like, I just can't. It's just too annoying and just too much upheaval. And we've just got to get on with life. That's my news with views. Yeah. we just got to get on with it, Claire. But we're not experts, are we? And, I mean, oh, well, you know. You and then know you get... I think we are experts, actually. Oh, you are an expert. Sorry, I didn't realise. Um, but it also you just get all this conflicting information yes. and, it, and the media loves it because the media can't wait to beat it up and get all those lovely clicks. I know. And I just... I'm just, I'm not, I'm just hiding my head in the sand. Look, I hear you, I hear you. Yeah. So when you get to the UK, your sister has already asked you the big question of the uh, yeah. the trip, which is what? Yes. What do I want for breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I land love at, that so much. I think I land at 5am. She's so she excited said, to see you. And She's she said, what gonna... do you want for breakfast? So, I mean, what would you say? Um, I'd say a fry-up, probably. <laughs> yeah. I said I wanted Waitrose maple bacon, one nice sausage, some scrambled eggs and Aww. a piece of toast Aww. and a cup of tea. Oh, how lovely. The yeah. other option, of course, is that you could go, you know, you'd go somewhere for breakfast that, and have, like, you know, Ottolenghi breakfast or something like that. Uh, no, I won't be in the state, I don't think. No. No, go home. Go home, have a cup of tea. Yeah. Have some food. Yeah. Have a have a um, chat around the kitchen table. Yeah. If I'm allowed, if I don't have to isolate. Oh God, yeah. Mm. Oh. Mm. oh, and also it'll be snowed in as well because UK's all snowy, isn't it? I know. I know. It's exciting. Speaking of going back to the office, though, something mm. which um you brought to my attention, but actually oh, yes. I. I think I might share a little bit of this. I definitely had this. Definitely. You had what? I'm fine now, but I, I had this growing up. Did you? It's called shy bowel syndrome. Yes. So this was a story in the mail on Sunday and I saw it online and then I texted my friend who works there and I said, best story ever. And he said, I know, right? One of the easiest headlines I've ever written. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> um it is amazing but it is what it's about and it's it's all women apparently that this it's people women being too embarrassed to sorry janet i know you hate these stories do poos when other people are around so they won't there's a woman here and they've been married for 47 years and she's never, um she can't go to the toilet when he's in the house yeah when they go away together and stay in a hotel, she insists on two bathrooms and will only go when he's fast asleep. So much effort, isn't it? So, so much bad effort. for your and digestion so, and so bad for your bowels. And It's so. terrible. And women um, have it all their lives and then they, um, they have terrible bowel conditions later in life mm. because they're hiding their bowel movements from husbands and romantic partners. Yeah. So I, I definitely would never have gone at school. 
you know, I don't think I ever went at school. You do a wee, but yeah. you wouldn't do a number two. No, sure. no, yeah. no. That's right. Um, and it, it causes all sorts of problems. And it's the thing, women say it feel like it's unladylike to make a smell or a noise. So um, for some people, it's like being um, being embarrassed at work. Well, mm. it's not just romantic partners. It's, it's in the toilets at work. Oh, yeah. I don't know um, how. I, mean, I find it very hard to go for it to do a poo at work. <laughs> Mm. Oh, you've got to time it. There's all sorts of, you know, timing or, you know, find a quiet one, <laughs> quiet place to go. Um, but it's terrible because it, it, it apparently affects your signalling system, your body's signalling system about um, when, you know, your body says it's, you need to go and then you stop it going mm. and then uh, that leads to constipation. Mm. And then that can lead to all sorts of issues like hemorrhoids and oh. tears, oh, fissures. Can oh, can you not? <laughs> diverticulitis. Oh, yeah. Don't go there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's interesting, Tears and fissures. That's, that's the name of my legal firm. <laughs> <laughs> tears and fissures. Dilution is... Um, <laughs> I should be saying that with my head to set on. Um, tears and fissures. <laughs> <laughs> You're through to tears and you're through to tears and fishes. Come on, I direct your call. Okay, <laughs> stop. Um, yes. Anyway, the solution is to combat underlying anxiety, and specialist centres offer a type of psychological training to reprogram the signals between the gut and the brain. Wow. Do they make you poo in front of them to sort of let go of all the shame? I'm not sure, but you do work with specially trained nurses mm. on a strict routine designed to re-regulate bowel movements. Poo for me, yeah. Gloria. Poo for me. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> the healthiest thing you can do for your bowels, Claire, is to listen to your body. Mm. If your gut is telling you it's time to go, then it's time to go. I and I think that's that's wise words that we we can all we can all listen to um i um i do hate having an ensuite bathroom for that very reason though because sometimes you just sometimes you might have to pass wind or do something slightly Mm. more and and you know you really are just you're there for everyone to hear aren't you it's not pleasant i understand i mean i can i don't know that i might have black bowels I'm You've not shy. What? I don't. I'm, don't not, I'm not a shy bowel syndrome person, but I probably no, okay. have. I probably am not outgoing enough. Should put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> you're a bit timid, but you're not timid. shy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Well, let's yeah. move on. Okay. Let's move on because um, poor old Janet will have turned off. Let's do something yeah. lovely. Snack attack. Snack attack. Snack attack. Snack attack. Snack attack. Snack attack. Now you are going to think I'm completely mad. Yes. But today, I was very busy at work, right? Very busy. Yeah. I had said to you earlier this morning, I'm very busy, I'm doing all this blah, blah, mm. blah, blah. In the middle of the day, I just had this panic that I had this thought that the Darlinghurst Aldi, not an ad, might have some of my mm. favourite things in stock. So off I went mm. to the Darlinghurst Aldi. They did, and I bought three bags of them. What are they? Honey glazed parsnips. Oh, they sound delicious. Oh, my God, they're amazing. Now, I mm. bought them last year and I didn't like them. But for some reason, I bought them again the other day. Whole new experience. Love them. Bought three packets today. Oh. Had to throw a whole lot of food out of the freezer to get them in there. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. That's commitment. Um, I do like a parsnip. Mm, I love a Big parsnip. Big fan of a parsnip. Mm. I mean, they're not hard to make, are they? I don't know why I no. had to buy three packets of 
frozen but one. honey glazed maybe that's a that's a step you're not going to take at home maybe not they're really good so in the in the spirit of um the goose fat potatoes mm-hmm. i highly recommend running out now because there weren't there weren't any in the one that i went my normal one there was mm. quite a few and there's none the... left in the darlinghurst one well, yeah, there's a all. few now but um they're delicious and just so handy you know as a as a root vegetable yeah um so yeah uh, not an ad but quite delicious i was also influenced by abby chatfield the oh, yes. um bachelorette star slash love island person slash whatever she is um to get the daryl lee christmas licorice that is going out at the moment because i saw something on her Instagram stories about how it was delicious and she went and bought heaps. And so I went and bought some of that as well. So I'm just so easily influenced. I'm ridiculous. You are. I can't stand licorice. It's um, strawberry and apple flavour. Oh, well, I'd probably eat that. Yeah, it's quite Is it nice? Yeah, it's nice. It's very sweet. Yeah. I mean, I don't really... I tell you what, if you've got shy bowel movement, that's the... A bit of licorice is going to sort you out, isn't it? <laughs> it would go uh, low, Bell. Yeah. Uh, look out uh, below. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, what have you been eating that's this good snack? Um, what have I been eating? Well, I had friends over and I made Nigella's instant chocolate mousse. Mm. And it's just too much. In a good way? No. It's oh. just too... Well, some people liked it. I just found it way too chocolatey. So you have a bit of butter, chocolate, mini marshmallows, whipped mm. cream, and um, you sort of melt the chocolatey stuff yeah. and then fold it into the whipped cream and then oh. put it in little jars. Oh, yum. I thought it was too much. Mm. I won't be repeating that one, Nigella, I'm afraid. Mm. Mm. But some people really liked it. Um, but what my friend did bring me was a sour donut. So what is that? So it's a donut made out of sourdough. Right. And it had like Nutella in it. And that <gasps> was absolutely delicious. Where did she get that from? I don't know. Like a bakery. <laughs> like, yeah. Like God. God handled yeah. it and made it for her. My God, yeah. that sounds amazing. Is it sort of yeah. like a cronut and it's like a it's like a bastardized donut, right? Yeah, it was actually really good, I have to say. Um and then the other thing I would say is that um I'm gonna challenge you in your Audi obsession because I'm all about Harris Farm. Yeah, but are you a millionaire? No, that is a good point. Um, but I did go to see friends the other day who live sort of a little way away, 15-minute drive away, and they've got a Harris Farm near the, and them. I just can't resist Harris Farms. I always have to go in and have a look and see what they've got. Look, I love Harris Farm. I hear you. I understand. And they, they mm. do have beautiful fruit and veg and really lovely sort of deli items and all that stuff. Mm. It's amazing. But I find them hideously expensive. They are very well. Bits of it are very yeah. expensive, but bits yeah. of it aren't. The fruit no. and veg isn't. I know. No, but the, they get you in with all the yummy stuff, don't they? Yeah. Like the oh, I've never seen those nachos before, and oh, what's this new chili sauce? Yeah, and, I got some oh, pickled uh, um, fennel in there, which you yes, know, you like, would. You don't need pickled fennel, do you? I mean, no, you know, but when, was it delicious? Yeah, it was amazing, and it was like eight dollars or something. It's like well, yeah, everything's eight dollars. Yeah. Isn't it? It's, everything is eight dollars. And then I bought the other day. Mm. I also went to I went to a friend's for dinner, and I said I'd take dessert. And I thought, what I'll do is I'll make a platter of cheeses and chocolate things and lots of lovely fruit. Mm. I went into Harris Farm to buy some of the lovely fruit. Fifty six dollars later. Oh my god! Including two figs, which probably weren't in the season. That makes sense, but you know, like it was ridiculous. I was like, fucking hell. 
Fucking yeah. hell. Saw you coming. They saw you coming. Big windows in that fairhouse farm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so they could see mm. me coming. Um, but I am a big fan. Yeah, no, I love them too. I mean, gosh, mm. if I was a millionaire, I would just, you know, yeah. get someone to go in there and shop for me. Yeah. Go and squeeze Perfect. some fruit and bring me the best. I've yes. got, got my, shy, my shy bowel syndromes on, so I'm waiting for you As many the figs as you like. Yeah. <laughs> figs for all like my figs. friends. No, I'm not I don't a fan. Like I just thought mm. they looked posh like they was, I was doing couldn't something special. Couldn't give a fig. Couldn't, I couldn't give a fig. Flying mm. fig. Um, mm. All right, and speaking of food, what's for dinner tonight, Lisa? It's a new section. Yeah, what's for dinner? What's for dinner? <laughs> um, tonight, Claire, I have made um, rice and quinoa, mm. and then I'm going to make a rice and quinoa salad with veggies and stuff in it, and then I'm a bit obsessed with these new – actually, it should have been Snack Attack. Um, but it's not Snack Attack, it's Dinner Attack. They're <laughs> zucchini and something fritters – um, or bites or something. They're yeah. Yuli. Do you know that brand yes. Yuli? I love Yuli. Yeah, and they um, you get them in the deli counter. Let's have a look and see if I can find them for you. Um, zucchini bag, and lentil. They? They're Yumi's. Yumi's um, zucchini and lentil veggie bites, right. and they're really delicious. Right. So you're making a lovely fresh salady, fresh salady thing. Yeah, um, lovely. Yeah, you know, well, my husband's food rules does not dictates that salad is not for dinner. Well, even if you have lots of other stuff in it. No, yeah, you need to have salad as a side salad with something else for it to pass the muster. Oh pass muster. gosh! So okay. I'll have some salad on the side, but we're having some salmon. Might mm-hmm. have a might you know might throw in a honey glazed parsnip. Oh, that there wasn't you go. a euphemism. <laughs> could be though, well, that it? sounds delicious. Mm. All um, over to yours. Come over. I think you win. I think you win. What's for dinner tonight? Well, um, also mm. for Christmas, Lisa. If I got mm. you some a personalised box of mm. Arnott shapes, would you throw them at me? No, I'd be de- de- delighted. Would you? Yes. It's funny how they have like personalised everything at the moment, and then of yeah. course Arnott shapes now have personalised boxes of shapes, which is yeah. You know, I'm such a sucker. Yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, get me that. Get me those. Um, you know, Vegemite jars with oh, my name yeah. on, please. Or Milo, Milo. Yeah, well. all of it. Yeah. All right, well, I know what to get you for Christmas. I'm off to you the shops. <laughs> Packet of barbecue shapes. <laughs> Okay, that's it now. Then. Okay. I'm going to go. I've got shy bowel syndrome. I have to go to the bathroom. That's not true. Okay, very I'll good. speak to you t- another time. And right. we will come to, the P- come to the PDAs, everybody, and enjoy. Have a chat with us. Tell us your, you know, whatever it is. Thoughts. Thoughts. Tell us your news with views. Yeah. And we will see you next week. We haven't got many episodes left until the end of the year. No, the end of time. <laughs> um, but we will, you know, keep going for a bit. So anyway, we'll see you soon. All right. Okay. Bye, Omicron. Get away from us. Get away. Yes. Be gone, Omicron. <laughs> <laughs>